Praise the Lord. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this time together. Lord, we're gathered together in your awesome, wonderful presence. So, Lord Jesus, we pray that your name be sanctified, that you be glorified in this place. We thank you, God, and give you praise in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. While you're standing, uh, I, I want to say a, a big thank you to the, the Wright family, Bishop Wright, of course, and uh, dear friend of mine, um, Pastor David Wright. He's been a good, good friend for several years. He's allowed me to stay in his home. Thank you. Maybe that's a, a, a secret. Maybe people don't need to know. <laughs> but I've had such a wonderful time. They've welcomed me to their home, treated me like family. I'm so very thankful. I believe that God is going to do incredible, incredible things tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we can shout, we can scream and holler, but it doesn't mean you'll be changed. We can dance, we can have a good time, but it doesn't mean you'll be changed. So God wants to do something incredible in our lives today. So I want to say this one thing before I have Pastor David Wright come and pray. And that is, I dare you to believe. I absolutely dare you to believe. Think about it just for a moment. Tonight, God wants to take us to a place maybe we've never been before. Maybe you've been there before. Maybe you haven't stayed there. God wants to dare us to believe in his word, in his power, that what he says is absolutely true. And today, my greatest prayer is that his name be sanctified and that he be glorified. Pastor David Wright, will you pray for us? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we loose your will to be done in this place tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. That whatever you have intended and purposed for this service tonight, God, that it would be fulfilled and complete. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I come against every hindrance, every distraction, everything and anything that would try to resist or oppose what it is you desire to do in this place tonight. I come against every spirit of doubt, every spirit of unbelief, every spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus Christ, I lose faith in this place right now that it would be mixed with your word, Lord, that you might be able to do everything that you desire to do in this place tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's again clap our hands to the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated, but don't get comfortable, please. <laughs> I want us to relax, but at the same time have a good time. I want us to relax, but be prepared to go the next step. I want us tonight to simply flow together with whatever God has prepared. But I want to challenge you today for the miraculous. I want to challenge you to go beyond what you've ever dared to believe before. What do you believe that God is able to do tonight in your body, in your life spiritually? Is he able to open up the windows of heaven, pour out blessings that you cannot even contain? I'm not talking about finances tonight, although God is more than able. I'm talking about God doing something in us that will completely change us tonight and that we will never be the same again. Hallelujah. So God wants to shake us today out of our comfort zone to go into another level of faith. I'm not here to do a show or to entertain I'm simply here as a servant of God to proclaim what thus saith the word of the Lord to us, his people. And so by God's grace and his mercy, I want us to flow together with him to see his will accomplished in my life, in your life, and to see what God will do tonight. In working together with God, and I want to talk a little bit about working together with the Lord, flowing with him. We're not... Tonight, we're not going to flow in any hype at all. 
We're not going to uh, uh, go into any kind of a frenzy at first. Maybe we will, we will later. We're going to have fun. But we're going to calmly step forward into a realm of authority and faith. And we're going to do some practicing. We're just going to practice. There's no worries, no fear. But we're going to step out and practice. And we're going to work together. Brian, I see that smile on your face. <laughs> Praise God. So 1 Corinthians 3 and 9 says we are labors together with God. I remember being in a restaurant and seeing a lady come forward that was serving us. And uh, she was in a lot of pain. I could see it on her face. I didn't actually discern it spiritually. I actually saw it with my physical eyes. <laughs> and I just take all spirituality out of it. I saw this condition and instantly my heart was smitten with a compassion for her. And I asked her, I said, what is the problem? She said that she had arthritis in her hand. She was in pain all of the time. And I said to her that God is able to heal you right now. And uh, so we prayed for her. Would you believe that God instantly healed her by his power? Hallelujah. Working together with God in the restaurants, in the workplace, wherever we go, be prepared to work together with God and to see his glory manifested. Can you say amen? One uh, time I was in a service in Louisiana and at the end of the service, God had already done so many tremendous miracles. Many people were healed. God uh, um, uh, poured out his power in that place and did many phenomenal things. At the end of that, uh, I was tired. I was just, uh, to be honest with you, I was looking, and I always want to be honest with you, I was looking to go and find a place just to relax and get away. And uh, uh, a man came up to me and said to me, Mark, we have a man that is not able to be at service with us, but he is dying of cancer. He's in his fourth stage. And uh, I believe that if you will come and pray for him, that God will heal him. Well, to be honest with you, again, honesty is good. I, uh, I, I did not feel any faith. I didn't even have the strength really to go and pray. But I did uh, say, give me a few minutes because uh, I'm going to go into the restroom. So I went into the restroom and I talked to the Lord back there. And I said, Lord, what do you want to do? And the Lord said, I give you authority over the cancer in his body. Now, this doesn't mean that I can walk right into his room and I can command the cancer to leave and that it would be gone. Because there's one thing about having authority. The, uh, there's another thing about the person that you're praying for having faith. And so I went there in that word from God. When I walked into the, the home where he was at, I looked at him. He looked like he was, of course, dying. His, faith, his face was deathly pale. He had no energy whatsoever. He could hardly speak. I didn't come in and say, God's given me authority over the cancer in your body. You're going to be healed right now. He wasn't prepared for that. So I had to help him and coach him along in faith until he began to have hope in, in what God could do for him in that place. And so I began to talk to him of different uh, situations where people were healed of cancer. And uh, so as I began to see his eyes lighten up with hope, then I began to tell him what God had placed into my heart and said that God had given me authority over the cancer in his body. I then began to tell him certain principles of what we were going to do, how to recognize when God is doing a miracle and how to receive the miracle. And so he stood to his feet and uh, we had a couple of men there with us that were kind of holding him and I led him through the principles we began to pray. The power of God came down upon him. And there before our very eyes, his skin changed from deathly pale to um, a very nice rosy color. And God completely healed him before our very eyes. I remember being in Ohio, in Lanchester, Ohio, seeing a, a man come in that was crippled. He was so bent over, he had been in a car accident, and he had gotten worse and worse and worse. And his, his knuckles were scraping the floor as he, would, he was all bent over and walking, um, and he could not stand up straight. But I remember as he came forward at the end of the service, 
And as he began to pray and how he could not even stand there, so he laid on his side. I remember as we began to call on the name of the Lord in that place and, and little by little his spine straightened out before our very eyes. And that night he walked out completely healed by the power of God. And uh, today it was wonderful to be able to work together with Isaac. Isaac, where are you, Isaac? You're a wonderful man of God. We had a great time, didn't we? <laughs> I'm so excited about what God's going to do tonight. And uh, tonight, or, or this morning, it was so wonderful to see what God did. There was many miracles of healing that took place. And especially one, one lady, had uh, uh, she had a, a need for her healing in her eyes. And uh, she came forward and she was prayed for and she was not healed. And so she came up afterwards and, said, and I asked her the question. I said, uh, what is wrong? How can we pray for you? And she said that uh, God would heal my eyes. I no longer want to wear these contacts. And uh, I said, well, you need to take your contacts out as an act of faith. So she went and she took out her contacts and came back. We began to pray for her and little by little there God completely healed her as far as i understand she was completely healed by the power of almighty god hallelujah so i want to dare you to believe today maybe you came not really expecting god to do a miracle in your body but every one of us have a particular need from god what is it that you need Maybe you have hearing problems. I remember seeing a, a, a lady, actually several of them, but one lady in particular didn't have an eardrum in her left ear. As we prayed for her, God instantly healed her and gave her a brand new eardrum. <laughs> so I dare you to believe today. What do you have need of from God? So I want us to look in John chapter 5. Verses 19 and 20. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth them all things that himself doeth, and he will show him greater works than these that ye may marvel. The Son, or this flesh, can do nothing of itself. But we need to do what we see the Spirit doing. What do you see the Spirit doing for you tonight? God can do absolutely anything for us tonight. But what do you believe he will do for you tonight? If I were to ask you the question, do we believe that God can heal absolutely everybody? Probably all of us would raise our hands that yes, we believe. But I want to say that not all of us believe because where faith really acts is right now. So really the true question is, do you believe that God will heal you tonight? Now, faith is not something mystical. It is an assurance, a confidence in what God said in His Word is true. So the question I have for you is, what need do you have? What do you want God to do in your life tonight? What do you believe Him for, for Him to do for you tonight? Are you wondering if he would not do it because you're not good enough? If that is so, then you've totally missed it because the love of God is unconditional. He loved you when you were yet a sinner and he died for the ungodly. Within the gospel, within the death and burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ is also written, with his stripes I am healed. When the doctors told me, Mark, you'll probably never walk again, I kept saying, with his stripes, I am healed. 
with his stripes I am healed. The more that people said it couldn't happen, the more they said it's impossible, the more I shouted, with his stripes I am healed. I simply believe what the word of God is true. Part of the whole armor of God is the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked. What does that really mean? I think it means a lot of different things. But one of the things that I believe that it means is that you must confidently pursue after the promises of Almighty God. And the lies that come against us, the words that say, it probably won't happen tonight. You stop that by speaking the word of God and speaking what his promises say in his word. So with firm confidence, with an assurance in my heart, I speak what the word of God has to say. I don't, want, I don't speak what I feel today because my emotions go up and down. But I align my emotions with what thus saith the Lord God Almighty in His Word. I need to begin to see what the Spirit is seeing. I, began, I need to begin to speak what the Spirit is speaking. I want to look at John chapter 14. <laughs> I'm excited. John chapter 14, verses 10 through 14. Now you know that the Apostle Paul used the King James Version. And if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for us. So I'm going to read the King James Version. <laughs> Believest thou... <laughs> Just had something funny come to my mind. I will push it away. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father." And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I dare you to believe. I dare you to believe that word. I dare you to believe what it says here in the Scriptures. That if you will ask anything in His name, He will do it. So what is the problem? What need do you have? If you don't have a need in your life, make one up. Because God wants to do something great tonight. I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about tonight. The Bible says that we are labors together with God. So working together with God, I need to begin to see what God is doing. I need to begin to speak what the Spirit is speaking. I need to be able to see the action of the Holy Spirit as a result of my obedience to what the Spirit is doing. So we have to have a need. We have to have faith that God can meet the need. We need to believe that what the Word of God says is true. We need to see ourselves healed. We need to see ourselves delivered. We need to see that what we asked of God, that He is fulfilling it. So let me go on to the next. Uh, I'm going to put my notes away. I want to uh, encourage your faith that I'm almost done, but I'm really not. Don't be surprised. I'm going to come down with you. Get ready. I'm so happy. Let's work together with God. How does God work? How does God act? What does he do? How can I work with him? What do I see him doing? What do you need from God today? What do you see God doing in your life? What do you so desperately need from God? Sometimes we get stuck in this cycle of just coming to the house of God on Sunday, 
coming to the house of God Sunday morning, coming to the house of God on Thursday, going to work on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and we get so distracted with everyday things that we stop seeing what the Spirit is seeing. We stop speaking what the Spirit is speaking. And what happens is we get caught in this rut. And so this is where we are at right now in our lives. We are caught in a rut. And God is saying, I dare you. I challenge you to believe in me. I challenge you to believe in the miraculous. I challenge you to step out in faith and begin to act upon what you believe. So I want us to close our eyes just for a moment. Where do you see God taking you to? What is it that has been in your, your heart, in your mind, of what you want to see God do in your life? I want us to begin to think about it. Remember it. Remember it. Lord Jesus, in your name, open our hearts. Open our eyes to be able to see. Remind us again. Lord God, of what you have placed within us, God, of what you have formed us to become in you, Lord Jesus. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, open our eyes to see. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Remember, 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 remember. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now flowing together with God. I want to take you through some of the gifts of the Spirit. Some of you have heard me talk about this before. The hints of the gifts of the Spirit. The hints of the gifts of the Spirit allow us to understand a little bit more of the way that God operates. So I want us to take, I want to take us through the hints of the gifts of the Spirit so we can practice. Not just me practicing, but all of us practicing. Because we want to work together with God what we see Him do that's what we want to do. We want to flow together with the Lord. So, the impressions of the Holy Ghost is what I'm talking about. What am I feeling from the Lord? What is He impressing upon me that He is wanting to do? You know why you don't feel a lot of hype right now or excitement? Because this is teaching mode. This is where we need to settle in and receive it. But when you receive it, you're going to begin to feel something. You're going to begin to feel some sort of inspiration. When that happens, I want you to begin to thank God because what God is doing is He's giving you revelation. When you will receive that revelation, open your heart and receive it with thanksgiving so that it can become a part of your spirit. So I want to show you a little bit about the impressions of the Holy Spirit. First off and foremost, some people say, um, that's not really real. That's some mystical uh, thing that we don't need to get involved in. Well, let me just tell you that you do it absolutely, probably every day. I especially do it in my home. I can tell in my home when something's not quite right and my wife is the one that it's coming from. And I began to feel that I've done something wrong, but yet I know I have not. Or at least I believe I have not. Later I found out I did. <laughs> and so what is, what's happening? I'm discerning her spirit. I know that something's not quite right. And so in the gifts of the spirit, we have discernment of spirits. Not so that we can simply sense what is going on from other people around us or demonic powers, although it can be used for that. But most of all, it is to discern the Spirit of God. Because you've probably heard it before, if mama's not happy, no one's happy. Let me just say this, if God's not happy, we shouldn't be happy. Amen? So I need to discern the Spirit of God. And when I began to discern, I began to, began to start to see what the Spirit is doing. For example, every one of the gifts of the Spirit, there is an impression of the Holy Spirit to show you what He's about to do. We don't operate blindly, but we work together with God. We are labors together with God. So, 
faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. How can I act with confidence in a direction that the spirit of God is not going? I therefore need to know what God is doing. Amen? I need to discern the spirit of God. I need to have a word from God. I need to understand what God is doing, how he operates. I don't have God operate the way I want him to operate. He's God. I work together with him. He's the strong one. I unite myself together with him, and I am led by his spirit. And as many as are led by the spirit of God, they're the sons of God. And so I just want to prove to you that, <laughs> that the impression of the Holy Ghost, that we actually we understand it in our spirits, although we may not practice it very often. But when the Spirit of the Lord is moving and there's tongues and interpretation, when there, before there is tongues, what happens? To allow us to know that that gift is available for us to operate in diverse kinds of tongues. Anybody know what happens? A holy hush. Why? God wants you to know that this gift is available. Yes? And so when we operate and flow together with God and somebody discerns it, then somebody prays that God would use them in that gift and they give tongues and then somebody gives the interpretation by God's grace. Now let's go to, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I want to show you a couple of them so that we will practice on them tonight. Um, the gifts of healing. The gifts of healing, this is a very good one. I love this one. And many times we feel this gift, but we don't act in that gift because we don't recognize it. Many times we think of it as ourselves. So we need to properly discern what the Spirit of God is doing. So when the gifts of healing are, when they are available to us, the Bible says that the Lord looked upon the multitude, was moved with compassion for them, and he healed them all. When you begin to feel the compassion of the Holy Ghost, say, for example, you're near somebody that has a physical or spiritual or emotional condition and God's wanting to heal them, all of a sudden you feel that great compassion. And sometimes you feel like weeping. And many times we want to get away from them because we don't understand what's happening to us. Have you ever been there? I've been there. I don't know why I feel like I'm going to cry, but I better get away from this person so they don't see me. But the Spirit of the Lord is showing to us that the gifts of healing are available to us. And if we will receive it, we can flow together with God and see healing take place. Amen? We need to know what is available for us or what is available to us and flow together with God. It's not enough to know that the, that gift is available. We need to know how God works in that gift. Amen? So how can somebody receive healing? How can somebody receive a miracle? Now the Bible says that if we are to bind something in the name of the Lord Jesus or whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Not maybe, not might be. The Bible says it is. So I dare you to believe that scripture. Whatsoever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. I dare you to believe that scripture. Have faith in God. For whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast to sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Not maybe, not might be. It's based on the authority of God's word. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So I need to know how to flow together with God. This morning in Baltimore, there was, uh, we did a practice on a lady. Um, uh, I just believe in practicing uh, healing. I believe in working together with God. Simply practice a little bit and see what God will do. And so there was a lady that had arthritis. So we practiced on her before we prayed for everybody else. And she had arthritis down her right side of her leg. And she had pains in her stomach. And so I explained to her, we're going to bind this arthritis and this pain in Jesus' name. 
We're going to command it to go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to lose healing and miracles into your body. And when we do that, you're going to begin to praise the Lord. Why praise the Lord? Why do you think? Because when we begin to praise the Lord, it creates an atmosphere for the working of miracles. This is not mystical. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. It's the obedience to the faith. So when I know what God wants to do and I obey him, I now step into the flow of his spirit where all things are possible. Amen? And so we bound the arthritis, the pain, the root cause, commanded to go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, lose healing and miracles in her body. She began to praise the Lord. As she began to praise the Lord, the Lord completely and instantly healed her by his power. So what is it that you need? <laughs> I dare you to believe what the word of God says. We are labors together with God. It's not mystical. We are simply following the Spirit. When we're led of the Spirit, that's where great things happen. If we just sit back and go with the flow, we are not true Christians at all. Because Christ would never do that. Would He? He would act. He would see what the Spirit is doing. And he would flow with the Spirit. He would receive the words from the Spirit and speak the words of the Spirit. And you would see the evidence, the manifestation of what was spoken. Amen? So to be a Christian is not simply because you go to the house of God. Just because I go to the barn does not make me a cow. That's how we think. Well, I go twice a week to the house of God. And are you acting like Christ? What would happen, Antioch? What would happen if we did what he did? What would happen if we acted like Jesus acted? Whenever we wake up in the morning, are we thinking, God, what are you wanting to do today? Or are we telling what God what he needs to do today? I, I just Can I say that again? Are we asking God, what are you wanting to do today? Or are we telling God what he needs to do in our lives today? So working together with God. Mm, I want us to raise our hands again. Close our eyes. Lord Jesus, in your precious name, I feel you speaking to us today, God. I feel you challenging us again, God, in this place. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that we will receive it into our spirits. That God, what you are speaking to us, God, you will be able to fulfill in our lives and that you, God, would stretch your hand through us, God, and grant many great things to be done to glorify the name of Jesus Christ and that many people would come unto you and believe, O oh Lord, because of the testimony that you have put into us because we obeyed your word and are working together with you and being governed by your spirit. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let's give them thanks together. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Okay, let's, let's talk about the gift of faith. We have faith. Every person has a measure of faith in their lives. God's given you a measure of faith. That measure of faith can grow and expand as you practice your faith. What that faith is, is it's a firm confidence and what God says in his word that it's true. Amen? It's not mystical. 
Now, when the gift of faith comes upon us, when we begin to feel the gift of faith, God wants us to express the gift of faith. That impression of the Holy Ghost for the gift of faith is all of a sudden you feel an impartation of the spirit of authority. A calm assurance and authority in the spirit that what you speak is going to happen. That authority, when you feel it and you don't respond to it, it will leave you. So when that comes upon you, we need to act on it in the name of Jesus and work it together with the working of miracles. So here's what, here's some things that will happen in just a few moments. We're going to create an atmosphere where miracles can happen. We are going to, uh, we're going to practice some, on somebody that has pain in their body. And uh, God will begin to build our faith a little bit. And then maybe we'll so practice a little bit more. And then also, Pastor Wright's going to help me in just a little bit. And we're going to have a general prayer for absolutely everybody at the end for the grand finale of what God wants to do in pouring out miracles, signs, and wonders to help us to get to the place where God wants us to be. At that point in time, miracles can begin to happen in your body. Healing can begin to transpire in your body. And God can take us to a new level of faith and authority in the spirit. And so in just a little bit, we're going to be doing that together. So here's what we're going to do in just a little bit. I'm going to give you an example of how we've done this in several places. And you'll recognize it. Um, but there was a lady in the country of Belarus where we were ministering one time. She had arthritis from her hips down. And, uh, and so I, I saw that she was in pain. And so I, I asked her, I said, what's the problem? And she told me she had arthritis from her hips down. She was in pain all of the time. I said to her, God wants to heal you tonight. <laughs> well, Brother Schutz, what if it doesn't happen? <gasps> That's fear. It's not faith. I dare you to believe. Kevin, I dare you. I dare you to believe. What is it that you have been asking God for for a long time? What is it that you are desiring in your life? What miracle do you need in you today? What do you want from God today? Do you need healing in your eyes? You need healing in your ears? You, you have a crippling condition in your body? I dare you to believe that tonight God will heal you. Hallelujah. I simply dare you. You need a financial blessing from God? I dare you to believe. Isn't God able to provide? Yes. Hallelujah. So here's what we did. We bound the arthritis in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, commanded to go in Jesus' name. Because whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. We loose healing and miracles in her body. Why? Because the Bible says whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And then I told her, I instructed her. That when we pray for you, I want you to see yourself completely healed. When we lose healing and miracles to you, I want you to begin to praise the Lord. When you begin to praise the Lord, you will begin to feel victory. Victory, when you begin to feel victory, that is the impression of the Holy Spirit that miracles are available. It doesn't mean you'll get the miracle. It means it is available. And so what you have to do is you've got to exhibit that victory that you feel. In order to possess what you are feeling upon you by the Holy Ghost, you've got to exhibit it. The man at the gate called beautiful. He exhibited that victory. He didn't just sit there and say, you know what? When God's ready, he'll do it. No, no, no. He would never have gotten his miracle. But Peter said, what I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And the man leaped up and began to shout. He began to run. And that is the miraculous power of God.
So we prayed for her. And here's what she did. We commanded her to be healed in Jesus' name, and she began to do this. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I said, stop it, stop it. You can't get your miracle. What? You can't get a miracle like that. I said, you've got to do something. <laughs> Somehow she understood what I was saying. I said, we're going to do it again. We can do it and do it and practice it tonight and keep practicing it until you get it. Because the same principle applies for somebody to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We know they can receive the Holy Ghost. So we tell them we'll do it again later. And God will give it to you. But we don't do that with healing because we're not really sure. With his stripes, I am healed. You will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Quit adding to the word of God. Quit taking away from the word of God. Speak what the word of God says to speak. That's faith. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor David Wright. Pastor David Wright, King Moses. I just heard the most amazing thing. He's got uh, diabetes, yes? Real bad. And, and tell me again, this Crohn's, okay? And they, they said they have faith to be healed. They have, they're gonna, it's going to happen. This is incredible. <laughs> so, let me finish my story. Before we do this, I said, let's do it again. I told her, this time you've got to do something. So we bound the arthritis in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, loose healing the miracles in her body, commanded her to be healed in Jesus' name. And then she decided in her mind, I'm going to do it. She saw herself completely healed. When she began to praise the Lord, it wasn't this uh, little thing like, hallelujah, hallelujah. She threw up her hands and began to shout, Hallelujah. She began to jump up and down and twirl around. I said, now let's practice. Bend down. Is there any pain? She started bending down. She said, there is absolutely no pain. So, what an honor to practice on you tonight. We're going to work together with God. Now, God has given the church authority over the diabetes in your body. He's given the church authority over Crohn's disease. You believe that? God's able to heal you, yes? When will he heal you? Just, just uh, about two weeks ago, I went in the hospital with a heart attack. It was the fourth one. And the doctors came in to talk to me at the end of the next day when come to give me my report and said, we've got a discrepancy here. Now, I'm a man of faith. I believe. But all of y'all know me, know me as a man of faith. And I'm not bragging. I'm just stating a fact that I believe. Well, she came in. She said, we've got a discrepancy here. In 2012, in a heart attack, we've got a whole lot of dead area in your heart that's not working no more. But my pictures from the day showed no dead area. <laughs> Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, every trial that comes our way, we have the potential to overcome. It's called the trial of our faith. Yes? And so this is just one of those trials, and we're going to overcome right now. So, Pastor Wright, can you help me? Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray. He's going to lay hands on you, and I will lay hands on you. And uh, we're, you'll simply repeat after me. We're going to bind this uh, problem, this diabetes, this Crohn's disease in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to command it to go in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're going to lose healing and miracles in your body and command you to be healed in Jesus' name. Now, what would you do? I want you to think in your mind, what will I do? What, how would I act if God had totally healed me? Because that's what we're going to need to do. In just a minute, victory will come down upon you. In that victory is your miracle. And in order to possess that victory, in order to possess that miracle, you've got to receive it with thanksgiving and praise. All right? So we're going to do it. We're going to practice. And be ready. We're going to practice in somebody else as well. It's your granddaughter. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I want you to lay your hand. Now, just one more thing. It is not by the holiness of man, nor by the power of man. It is by the holiness of the Holy One. It is by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Okay. I want you to, I want you to feel what the Lord is going to do. We're going to work together with God. I want you to see what the Lord is going to do. I want you to begin to feel what the Lord is, what is, what he is doing because we're going to work together with him. Okay. We're just simply going to speak in the name of Jesus. And then when we command them to be healed, I want us to begin to praise the Lord. You'll begin to feel that victory. That victory is the working of miracles that you are feeling. By the authority of the word of God, by the power of the name of Jesus Christ, I bind this diabetes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. I loose healing and miracles from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I command you in the name of Jesus to be totally healed right now in Jesus name now let's praise the Lord together praise him praise him in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! We glorify your name, Jesus. Woo! Ah. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. 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 Okay, let me have your attention. I feel Jesus. Do you feel victory? That's the working of miracles. All you have to do is step into it. And God can make you whole. Okay. Here's the next one. Who here has pain in your body? I wanna, we're going to practice a little bit more. Who has pain in your body?
about to completely heal you. <laughs> okay, we're going to pray for her. She has pain in her back and your legs as well, yes? And you also have some uh, uh, blood problems, you say? Okay. Now, let's work together with God. He makes it very easy. Man cannot heal her. God can heal her right now. It is not by the holiness of man, nor by the power of man. It is by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And sister, you believe that right now God's going to heal you? Hallelujah. You believe in Him? Hallelujah. All right, we're going to pray. Let's flow together with God. This is wonderful, isn't it? I love it. Can I see your smile? <laughs> You've been through a lot, I know. But just work with me. God's getting ready to take away all the pain. He's getting ready to heal you, okay? I want you to take my hand. Pastor Wright, if you can come with me. We're going to pray for you. Pastor Wright's going to lay his hands upon you. And we're going to pray in the name of Jesus. Will you lay your hand upon him? By the authority of the word of God, the power of the name of Jesus Christ, I bind this pain and the root cause of it that is in your back, in your legs, and even in your blood. I bind it. I command it to go in the name of the Lord Jesus. I loose healing and miracles into your body, into your nerves, into your muscles, into your joints. I command you to be healed in your joints, in your spine, in your spinal cord, in your blood, in Jesus' name. Be completely healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's praise him together. Thank you, Jesus. The pain is totally left here. Let's praise the Lord. Ata. Rabaroko ya babaha shirata hata. Rabarata kasaira tohoto ya babahata. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody give God praise together. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo.